Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Chicago Cubs postgame show presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO for two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. Losing streak continues. Cubs have now dropped six games in a row. Seven, six games in a row, correct? I have that right. Or is it seven games? Seven. Now? No worries. Seven, seven games in a row. A full games. week. The first career start for Keegan Thompson against the Mets does not go well. Man, a whole lot of nothing tonight, guys. I got to be honest. This was one of the more brutal games I think I've sat through all uh, all year long, and there's been a lot of them. Cubs shut out be, for the fourth you must time. Be new to, you, you must be new here, Kevin. I am new uh, to this to this <laughs> side of the wall here. I I'll be honest. I mean, fourth this is the t- fourth time they've been shut out this year, and I think this might be the worst. This one was awful. I mean, just a horrible game. They didn't. Nothing went right. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's bad when we'll get to who you got later, but. We were in the sixth or seventh inning. I mean, Seiya Suzuki had that one that went off of uh, Alonzo's glove for a single. And we're, like, debating between whether that's enough to win who you got because everybody else just did a big, fat nothing. This was this was bad. They're, they're, this is not their worst loss uh, that we've sat through all year, Cody, but this was another one. I, I think it was Brett from Bleacher Nation that put it out there. This is something they've done a lot where the game doesn't go well, and it kind of like slowly trickles into a blowout, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it was four to nothing. You you talked about it too. Like Keegan was kind of close to salvaging the outing. It would have been like pretty decent. He ended up leaving a little earlier. And then it just like slowly by the end of the night, it's like, oh, they lost eight to nothing again. Great. You know, awesome. It really felt like the four to nothing lead was insurmountable though. It was one of those oh, yeah. nights where it's like, geez, no runs are going mean, to score tonight. Nico Horner's your only offense. Suzuki with a couple infield hits. But, I mean, again, I mean, this is just – it was bad. This <laughs> was bad. Yeah. Uh, guys, uh, you know, um, I don't really know what to say. Uh, I was – you know, I joked that maybe I can come up with a rant tonight. But, I don't – I mean, I'm at the point I'm, – I'm still in, in the mode of – you know how you, you – you, you, we have no expectations, right? Like I, I'm, I'm back in the mode of, well, you know, it's the Mets. We're not good. Yeah. You didn't expect anything. You're hoping Keegan's have a good start, and whatever. I mean, this wasn't the most embarrassing loss of the year, and I guess that's why I can't come up with like some, some gigantic rant for all of you tonight. It's just, this is what it is. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think that. 
there were, you know, there was nothing good about this game at all. I mean, yeah, Keegan almost salvaged the outing, kind of almost had his own Justin Steele of last night type outing. Um, but he just, you know, hard hit balls all across the diamond tonight. I think a tweet from the CHGO Cubs account after the second inning, all of the exit velocities for the Mets hitters through two innings. And I think the, 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 the slowest one was 83. Uh, most of them were north of 90. Um, all line shots into the gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah not good. They were, uh, JD was wondering on the broadcast if they were, you know, maybe he was tipping something. It's hard to figure out in the moment. I think that's kind of what JD was talking about. Uh, some nights you just don't have command. Keegan didn't have his good command tonight. Uh, we've seen plenty of good outings from him that, I, you know, it's, it's a bad outing, as Joe Madden used to say, you throw it in the trash and move on. Uh, but I, I, I would be curious if, you know, somebody were able to figure out that there was something more than just him not having command. Because this was not really something we've seen from Keegan really all season. We've seen him have some bad outings, but this was like every single batter squaring the ball up, line drive after line drive. This was a, a pretty unique outing for Keegan. But, you know, again, part of the <laughs> learning process. Can we just like stop and just joke for a second that I just feel super far away from both of you, yet you both look very close to each other? I do notice that in the in the thing. <laughs> like I'm it's because of the microphone thing that we have right here. Yeah, 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 this thing right here. I'll, I can. Yeah, they, thank you. <laughs> We're coming live from so Studio B. It's like that SpongeBob yeah. meme. We're brothers, only closer. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Well, first and foremost. Um, if you're just hearing my voice for the first time, Kevin Wells in for Luke Stuckmeyer uh, for the second night in a row. Luke will be back with you guys. No show tomorrow, but he'll be back with you guys next week. Um, he underwent successful colonoscopy <laughs> procedure. I was trying to make like a... Like <laughs> no, I was that's trying one, to make like a... We've got the... Ryan set the over-under at six and a half for the colonoscopy <laughs> mentions. I think so. we mentioned it five times <laughs> yesterday. Um, so, yeah. yeah, happy to be with you guys again. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, comment section blown up. Love you guys all here joining in after just an unbelievable, horrible, boring game. So, shout out to all of you guys. Keegan tonight, uncharacteristic stuff. I think if there's a spin zone to this... We can use the word uncharacteristic, right? Yeah. Four walks. It's something I'm looking down at his, his numbers and his splits over the last two months. He hasn't had four walks. I can't go beyond his May 28th start against the White Sox here, but hasn't had over three walks in two months. Only one strikeout. That's not characteristic of him at all. He had eight, three, eight, seven, and nine in his last five before that. So eight hits, two. That ties, it uh, looks like a season high for him. So, again, uncharacteristic stuff from Thompson tonight. Didn't have it from the get-go. Still manages to get four innings. Only four runs at the time, or five earned runs. Again, that's not the worst lead. Like, come on, there, there's more of a chance for this offense to get you back in this game. I don't yeah. want to put it all on Keegan. I'm no, not no, going no, no. to. Oh, yeah, they had two different, there was two different game, uh, innings where they had yeah. guys on first and second and less than one. Less than two outs, and they, I think double plays end them both. I is yeah. I know Ortega hit into one. He's really struggled since the Brewers series ended. I don't think he has a hit since the Brewers series last week ended. Um, Contreras has struggled. Uh, Ryan Herrera in Slack channel tonight. He said uh, Wilson three for thirty four in July. Uh, that's not good for your top two hitters in the lineup, man. And his his last at bat, he struck out. 
really bad. Like the strikeout was really bad too. Like it was as bad as the swing that I saw last night too. I, he's just in a slump. We haven't seen Wilson in a slump at all this season really, so I'm not worried about it. But when the roster is what this roster is, if Wilson is not doing anything that or Ian Happ, most of the time, it's hard to score runs. You, you so. feel the struggles from the main guys. I mean, it's kind of like the rotation in the beginning of the year when Hendricks and Stroman were bad. Mm-hmm. Everything was really bad because you really need so, you, you know, now it's with the offense when Wilson's not going and Morell's not on a hot stretch and Hap isn't on a hot stretch. It feels pretty bad. But, you know, Kevin, to your point about Keegan, like, I think we always have to remember that this year is a learning experience for him. And so even an outing like this, look, I, we all sat here and watched this game for three hours. I didn't enjoy watching them lose eight to nothing. So I, you know, when we spin zone this stuff, it's not to like mm-hmm. excuse the experience, right? It's just, you know, this is what we're all watching. Like it is a learning experience for him. And you have to remember that like, you know, he's integrated new pitches recently he only threw his new slider four times tonight he was very four seam heavy tonight 53 percent of the pitches he threw tonight were four seam fastballs and you don't want him to get knocked around like this but you take this information into the lab just as much as you take his start against the Dodgers and by the end of the year you know you are hoping that he comes into next year with as much information as possible and is the best version of himself as possible. And this is part of the process. Nobody wants to sit through it, right? <laughs> we don't want to watch this, but everything is, is part of the learning process, and this team isn't good. So who cares that he didn't have a good start tonight, Starting right? pitchers in baseball are not born into success. Right. You know, and Keegan has had plenty of success this year. Again, like you said, not trying to spin zone it yeah. and avoid the negatives, but those are going to come. He's faced... The Mets and the Dodgers in his last two starts. That's for a guy who was in the bullpen, still as a relatively new starter alone. He's still trying to learn that role. We saw in the marquee broadcast a couple times tonight. His delivery is changing. He's going a little bit quicker to the plate. Yeah. He's this is a whole like you said. It's a whole it's learning a big experience. experiment. Yeah, and you know it's going to come. But yeah, man. I mean, like. At the end of the day, like the bigger picture is that this team has lost seven in a row. You look at the pitching matchups for the rest of this weekend. We're headed to, to, what is it, the fifth double-digit losing streak in the last calendar year? I mean, you got Tawan Walker tomorrow, Mm -hmm. two-and-a-half ERA. Max Scherzer on Saturday, 2.1 ERA. And Peterson on Sunday, who, you know, his ERA's ballooned up three-and-a-half, right? Like, it looks like they're going to hit 10 again unless something changes, and it's— as, you know, Cody always posts in his rant, we deserve better than this. But Absolutely. here we are talking about it again. You know, like, same story show me some day. effort tonight. You know, it just seemed like some of these strikeouts that I saw tonight was just some why bother swings, what I like to call why bother swings. And I really, it's just, it, it hurts as a fan. It's disheartening, right? Yeah. I, I'm reading the chat and, like, <laughs> I appreciate everyone waiting for my rant. Uh, but I, I, like I said at the beginning of the show, like you can't I, force him, you know. Yeah, I'm not going to force it in a game where like I didn't feel good about it going in. Like I said, I I bet the Mets tonight. Like I, I even with Keegan on the mound, I you know you, this team just isn't generating any offense this week. It's wild. They played better offensively against the Dodgers than they did than they have this entire week. They they, you know, what's his name, uh, Stephen. 
uh, in the chat. He says, where's the pitching? Where are the pitchers? I mean, when you're, when you're, when Keegan Thompson leaves the game down four to nothing, David Ross isn't going to put in his best relievers or anything like that. And I'm right. not, I'm not going to sit here and criticize Keegan Thompson when he's been the best pitcher for the Cubs all season, yeah. far and away the best pitcher for the Cubs all season. I get there's frustration and I get that. Like we're not good. Like I, 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 I'm, and I'm not trying to find any excuses. There's de- there's no excuse. And, you know, shout out to Michael. I always love his negative comments, especially about Ricketts. But, like, I'm not going to yell about fans who are in the stands who are just having fun. There's no expectations. There's none. Should there be? Yes, because we're the fucking Chicago Cubs. But, like, when you... When you're down eight to nothing and people still at the ballpark and they're just happy, who cares if they're just doing whatever they want in the fucking bleachers or whatever? Like, now I've riled myself up after reading the chat. You're so in a good you, lather right now. Rant. Yeah, I'm just Rant. like rant. I would just rather people be mad about the product on the field than what people are doing in the stands or whatever. Like, this roster should be better. Like, we just for those four straight series wins, like. I don't think that that was a fluke. Like, they played well during those series. Uh And the reason that they played well in that series was because they got the starting pitching and they they got timely hits. Have they been getting timely hits lately? No. But that's what happens when you have a roster like this that just isn't built to win with all the injuries that this team is at. And again, I'm not putting injuries as an excuse, but, like, that's just what it is. I I can't come up with a, a reason to why... Things are the way they are, other than the fact that the Cubs didn't do enough in the offseason to put more depth on the team. Like, that's that's basically what it is. So, like, all I'm saying is this, again, seven straight losses. We should all be angry. We should all be holding the front office and ownership accountable, no doubt. Absolutely. And if you don't want to go to the ballpark, fine. Don't don't give Ricketts your money. Don't don't. Don't go on StubHub and get the ticket for half the price. Sorry, Corey. And, like, if, if that's your way, fine. But the, don't criticize other fans for going to the ballpark because Wrigley Field is awesome. Like, yeah, I, I that's one of the things that I'm never going to agree with. Like, fans telling fans to not go because Ricketts enjoys uh, all of us just having – or he enjoys watching us have fun in the, in, in the bleachers with a bad team. Ricketts knows he could make so much more money if this team was good. Yeah. He knows it. He's experienced it. So there, there's your rant for the night, okay? That was pretty good. I think that... And deserved, too. It, Don't tell fans what to do. Yeah. Agreed. That's, like, again, that's we, the stucky way. That is the cub stucky way. Cub however you want a cub. Cub however you want a cub. I, all I'm saying to end this, again, is that this game sucked. There was nothing good about it. Keegan had an off start. For the five starts before this game, he had an ERA of 1.93 coming into tonight. So don't tell me that the pitchers aren't here and what happened to the pitch lab. It's like one game. One fucking game. Against a lineup with three all-stars. Right. Their fourth all-star is their closer, but this is a great lineup. This Mets lineup is awesome. They score a lot of runs, and guess what? Ten strikeouts again tonight for between Carlos Carrasco and Trevor Williams. This team came in second in baseball in strikeouts total. We saw this coming. We knew this yeah. was coming. When you yeah. also see, I mean, and the, the Cubs have had good series against some good teams at times, mm-hmm. uh, but 
you th- look at this Dodgers series, you look at the two games against the Orioles and how I assume the rest of this series against the Mets goes, like, this is kind of what happens. This team was not well-constructed. They are missing some guys. Some guys aren't performing well. You run into good teams, they're better than them. The Mets are better than the Cubs. The Orioles are better than the Cubs. The Dodgers are way better than the Cubs. This is what's going to happen, right? It's not always going to be a blowout in the Orioles series. Like some of those, you know, one of those games is like closer, right? But at the end of the day, like those are better baseball teams. They're playing for playoff spots. They're in a better position. This is going to happen the rest of the year. The Cubs roster is going to get worse, y'all. Like this is all going to get worse. So uh, this is just how it is. None of us want to be here from the beginning of CHGO. We have all talked about how we got here, how we can proceed forward, and how we feel all about it. But nothing new is really happening on a nightly basis, right? Like this team isn't good. They were not fully invested in in the offseason. And when you're in the middle of July, like this is what that looks like. You run into a Mets team that's really good and has World Series aspirations. That's not where the Cubs are. They're going to get blown out from time yeah. to time. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Like, that's just how it goes. Yeah. Wait, Cody, can you start ranting again? Look at the screen. Yeah, we got a little fire on <laughs> Wait, your I, head. I'm going to put that some out. some steam coming out of your ears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was working like on, heat I was working on that during literally the entire <laughs> rant, and I was just so pissed when it ended. <laughs> We you also, uh, I think it's. I there. appreciate the chat for pissing me off. I just like sometimes I feel like we're yelling at the clouds about the dumbest shit. Well, yeah, and I, and that's not to say like Michael, for example, like me and Luke have joked that we love when Michael has his has his rants about Ricketts. Like it's so on brand of him. Like it's fine, but like sometimes I just feel like, and especially in a game like this, it's like it's just unneeded, man. Like I don't know. That's that's my two cents. And again, like I. You can fan however you want to fan. If you want to yell about Ricketts, fine. That's why we don't ever, like, put Michael down for yelling about the Ricketts. It's just, like, some of the things... It's like some people just aren't really paying attention to what the Cubs are doing or trying to build. And, like, we've seen very good stretches from this team. We've obviously seen very bad stretches. This seven-game losing streak sucks, dude. Like, I'd much rather sit here and and talk about the Cubs winning seven games in a row. I've had to come in here every day this week and do a post-game show about the Cubs losing. And none of the games have really been, they've never really been in. They lost 4-2 to two of the Orioles the other day. That game felt like a blowout because it was just dull. There yeah. was no offense. There was nothing There was nothing to take away from it that felt you, that made you feel good about the team going forward. That's, like, that's what this entire losing streak and this week in general has felt like. There's just nothing Nothing that makes you feel good. I about think there the was future. one single thing. It's Nico Horner. Fair, Nico yeah. Horner. He has been the That's only it. good thing about he's, the seven-game losing streak. Two for so three tonight. Awesome. Slash line on the year looks great. That's about it. Say Suzuki had two hits tonight, as well. Oh, yeah. But other than that, yeah, this was a this was one. Some of the the losses, like even when they're bad losses, to your point, Cody, there is like clear stuff where it's like. <laughs> okay, this went really well, but, like, the bullpen blew it or, you know, something like that. Some of these games lately are just very dull. Yeah. I think that's the best way to put it. It's just, like, lifeless, just, you know, get it over with almost, right? So We all knew that. Hell, I tweeted tonight when they were down 1 to nothing. I was like, it's 1 to nothing, but it feels like it's 5 to 0. Yeah. And then it was 4 to nothing after the second. I was like, well, that's close enough. Like, 
Well, I, we saw this stat too. Um, when the Mets go up, when they have a four-run lead or they they start off with a lead, it was something along those lines that they've they've only lost like I think they're forty-five and five. I want to say, like oh, I, I forget what the total stat was, but something crazy like that. This this is a team that doesn't give up leads, so yeah. immediately the Cubs go down. We knew it was over. The fourth inning, we it, it just felt over. And you know what? I'm I'm with you, Cody. I'm tired of feeling like that. Yeah. Four-run leads should not feel like yeah. the game should be over, and it did. It felt like it was over right away. Absolutely. Well, and it, it, yesterday, too, like, I'm sure, uh, you know, people felt that at the ballpark tonight, but, like, I mentioned in the pregame that there were so many Orioles fans, and, like, you do, you do get that feeling. Like, I know where the Cubs are. I, I'm aware of what they're doing or sort of – I think I know what their plan is. At times, I'm not really sure, right? Like, mm-hmm. but I, I get the premise. Uh, but, you know, you go to a game like last night, and I'm sure, you know, Casey was there tonight. I'm sure she felt this with the Mets fans. It does kind of wear on you where you have a competitive team come into town their fans are packing Wrigley Field loud enough that we can hear them on the broadcast chanting. They're, you know, the Orioles are only around 500, but they're competing for a, a wild card spot. And you do have that feeling of, boy, I, I miss this. The, the fans are excited. The team is competing. They're trying to make the playoffs. They're excited. And you see in these series, the Dodgers, the Orioles, the Mets, just they're in a different spot. The Cubs yeah. just are not, they're, they're just in different places as organizations and it it does sort of highlight that it's one thing when we're playing the pirates and you know screwing around like whatever but you see these fans are excited they're looking at the standings like oh we're one game out you know we're right there and you know it's a rush here are the cubs like you know just and here are the cubs where when they go down one to nothing tonight the three of us in the office are like all right here we go you know strap it in boys gonna be another long one spin zone (laughs) <laughs> My guy, Jake Bonowski, in the comments, man. Uh, he says, I'm going to the ballpark for my bachelor party. Yeah, we guys, got invited. And you guys are invited. So, Jake, we had you on Shout the show out. for Carrie Wood Day. Uh, you better be in my DMs and letting me know the deets. I'm just saying. I think we just got invited. Oh, did you see the spin publicly? zone graphic? I did see the spin zone like graphic. That. This is... That's I actually nice. really like that. <laughs> A little overdue, honestly. Are we selling, yeah. are we selling those fidget spinners? <laughs> Maybe. With my face on, yeah, <laughs> I do. I do enjoy that. I mean, hey, I buy it. Anyway. Back to Nico Horner for a second. We we talked. This was, this was the big positive <laughs> of the night. Still over a three hundred batting average. Two more hits. Six game hitting streak again for Horner. Um, I'm looking at his spray chart right now in Baseball Savant. It is, it's beautiful. It's absolutely it's artwork. Beautiful. I mean, I know I I don't have it up on screen right now, but if you guys go to Baseball Savant, you can see it. I mean, he uses all parts of the field on all counts. I mean, he loves to swing, but he also, he's been taking a lot of pitches. I know his, his walk percentage is one of the lowest percentiles in the league down at the fifth percentile, but that doesn't mean that even when he's taking all these pitches, he's still a great two strike hitter. He's putting the ball in play. His K percentage is super low. 97th percentile His outs above average in the field. 98th percentile. With percentage, 94th percentile. I mean, that's not a good thing necessarily. But, you know, this this Nico Horner experience over the last couple of weeks and him emerging as a an up-and-coming star at the shortstop position is super exciting. Yeah. It's super exciting. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, what they said on Marquee tonight, he's batting 392 over his last 20 games. It's great. Love to see it. When I think he's he's 
he's kind of an example of they're they're different players in a way, but like kind of the the big difference between someone like him and Nick Madrigal, right? Mm-hmm. Where they're both heavy contact guys, but you look at the way as Kevin pointed out, he uses the whole field. He had two hits tonight. Uh, one of them was over a hundred miles an hour off the bat. I believe, yeah, 104.4 miles an hour. The other one, 80 miles an hour, right? And he has so much control with his bat and he can guide the ball to, you know, the opposite field if there is a hole there or pull it down the line with authority. He's, you've seen him hit some more home runs. Like he's the type of player who is a contact heavy guy. He doesn't walk a lot, but He's the type of hitter the Cubs have dreamed of for years, right? When they had so much swing and miss in their lineup. A guy that can really command the bat, make a ton of contact, but make deliberate contact to keep that average high, in, include a little bit of slug, right? Not too much, but like you look at his overall line, like a 114 WRC plus with awesome. the best defense in the league, like that is a really, really valuable player. And like... If you're into the base running metrics, he rates positively there too. So every aspect of baseball, right? Running, fielding, hitting, throwing, he's rates positively in all of it. Like that is an extraordinarily valuable player that is kind of coming into his full form in front of our eyes. Yeah. Only you could if only you could put some guys around him that got on base and allowed him to knock some more in. I mean, this is a yeah. valuable hitter. This is a guy that you can trust with any count. It's a guy you can trust with one out, two outs. It doesn't matter. I mean, he has been a revelation this year. If we could go back in time and put him on the, like, 2018 Cubs. Exactly. <laughs> that team, yeah. that team actually, wins a championship. There's so. actually a lot of guys on this team that I'm like, man, if we could go back and put this oh, guy on yeah. the 2018 Cubs. I mean, this – I know – who do you think is number one on that? Like right now of this group, if you could put them on a past Cubs team. What past Cubs team? On 2018 Cubs? If I, yeah, let's say 2018. I mean. Because 2018 was the one they scored like zero or one run like yeah. in 40 games. Like, yeah, well, I let's think do the that bullpen team. was like the biggest problem with that team in the second half that led to them not winning the division. So, I mean, if you could, I'd take Givens or Martin or, or Robertson, put them. I'd love to put all three on that on, in that bullpen. Um especially after Pedro Strope got Hap, hurt. Hap, or, uh, Nico would have been a good one for sure just because of all the problems they had putting the ball in play yeah, and getting guys sure. on base. Yeah. It's too small of a sample size, but even like Morel, like th- how yeah. badly they needed a leadoff hitter just to yeah. give them a jolt of energy. Now, just I, don't think, I don't think a 22-year-old Christopher Morel is solving all the problems of that team. That's just the reality of it. But a player like him would have been awesome to have. Yeah. Yes, and we would have gotten to see him and Javi play together, which I think that would have been would have a lot of fun. The electric energy might have propelled them to. Yeah. I'm saying Sayer and Nico. Yeah. yeah. Contact bats, guys that when they come up with guys on base, you're feeling good about it. Yeah. yeah. Just like tonight, I know I said I felt good about the Cubs' chances of winning with Keegan Thompson on the mound, you know, but to have that feeling, you're going into it, you're like, oh, heck yeah, one of the two guys, one of the three. There's like three guys in this lineup this year that I'm like, they come up with guys on them feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. Hap, say, and Nico. Right. I know I'd throw Contreras in there from time to time, but, again, the last couple of weeks have been pretty rough for him. So those Contre- three, though, have been Contreras great all is year. Contreras is an interesting cat, man. Like, his numbers in, you know, you look at, like, some of those clutch numbers. I, I wonder I – I don't have the answer for, like, what the deal with that is. But throughout his whole career, he just is not good in those spots, which is weird because he's really good. Yeah. 
So like, I don't know, I don't know what, you know, kind of goes into that, but it's an interesting thing to consider, I guess. Uh, this might be a, oh, sorry, Cody. I was just going to say, I like Ferris's comment. It says I need a drink. Don't we all? Yeah. Daniel Norris makes me drink. Daniel Norris but makes me drink. The thing though yeah. about that though, is if we all drank relative to how this team makes us feel, we would all have a, a drinking problem, a severe drinking problem. So the show would be a lot different. You got to do that in moderation. Yeah. I also like David's comment. He says, wish we could get a win the last two nights because Kevin has been excellent. Can't believe we have to go back Steve. to that Steve guy laughing emoji. Thank you all. <laughs> uh, that made my night. I appreciate that. That was very nice. And uh, just the nice little slow blow on Luke. <laughs> very nice of him. Minus the Steve. Con- I know he's just kidding. But he's just kidding. Thank yeah. you for that. Um, I am definitely doing my best. The Cubs have given me nothing to work with <laughs> these last couple nights, but certainly enjoying being that's uh, behind the, true, the mic. That's the true introduction to to doing this podcast. To the, to the 2022 yeah. Chicago Cubs. <laughs> hey, tonight, another thing we want to mention is what the heck happened with David Ross? Like what? what we saw a brief little... Pan of the camera out to the third baseline. Ross was super pissed about something. It looked as though he was calling out Carrasco for his pitch motions. And once again, I'm now asking Ryan Herrera to explain what a balk is. Seriously, when Ryan comes in, (laughs) uh, that's the first thing we have to ask him. What is a balk? Because David Ross kind of had a point whenever they talked about it. Yeah, Carrasco definitely balked uh, in in terms of like the way that Marquis explained it to us. So, you know, whatever. I... I was hoping maybe it was going to fire the team up. Because, again, like you said, Corey, like the team looked kind of lifeless the last couple of days. Like, maybe, like, just... It's, it's like, I just love like. to see someone get angry. That as, as the guy who gets angry here the most, I'd love to see someone in that dugout or something just get angry. Fight a Gatorade cooler or something. Throw an iPad. Get mad. And at least David Ross showed some Take the some baseball anger. bat to the cooler like Big Z. Yeah. Could use a little light. Throw a ball yeah. to the bleachers. Like, get ejected and throw the baseball to left field. Like, <laughs> something. I don't care. Like, that's that's how lifeless this team has looked. And I mean, if that, was, if that was his goal tonight, it didn't work. But, you know, I'm, I'm curious. I don't have – I want to go back and watch if I can find the motion of Carrasco because it wasn't something we were paying close attention to. But, I mean – David Ross is a catcher, man. He's done this a long time. He knows what he's looking for. If he says it's a buck, it's probably a buck. Probably. Probably a buck. Well, I mean, you'd have to think it's a weird spot to get ejected if you're not, like, really sure that something is bothering your hitters or your base runners because it felt weird in the game. Like, I, I was, I think, looking at my computer, and I heard J.D. say, Oh, and he got the heave ho, and like I looked up, I'm like, he got ejected for that. Yeah. Like I thought they, I thought they cleared that off. Like we didn't even realize that he had gotten ejected. So, yeah, yeah um, I don't know. Uh, should we? Oh, uh, Isaac oh. gave a super chat. Shout out to Isaac. He says, <laughs> "Show Joey," because oh, everyone in the chat go. is wants to see Joey. Apparently, here he comes. <laughs> here let's he comes. go, Joe. Here he comes, producer Joey. What's up, uh, CHGO? There he is. Steal Corey's mic here. Now you can't see me, though. <laughs> what is going on? I, this is a little awkward angle. The set is way smaller than you would think in here. But, you know, I got my Cub shirt on. Got this in the Gallagher Way store. Have you been to the new Gallagher yeah, Way yeah, team yeah. store? Very nice. Isaac, that was so nice of you, you know, to Shout give some to love Isaac. to our behind-the-camera people. Kevin is usually one of our behind-the-camera people. Yes. Um, Cubs Nation, thanks for rocking with us. Thanks for supporting with us. I think it's so awesome that we have... So many of you guys watching right now at 11 p.m. after an 8-0 loss. Uh, just appreciate people. the good vibes. 
drop a like, and uh, we'll be with you all season long. Thank, Thank you. I think that may have been my favorite super chat so far. Yeah. That was impromptu from that Joey. That was great. I, I think that was up. awesome. I think that's a good transition into uh, our sponsors. Why not? Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, you know, you got to make yourself feel better about this game, Cody. You got yeah. any positive news got, from you tonight? Want, you want the, the best spin zone of the day for me? <laughs> His wallet. Like I said, I, I bet the Mets tonight. Uh, I bet on points bet, damn it. If you're not on points bet, then I don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life. And I say that kidding and also, like, seriously at the same time. Because I love points bet. It's my favorite app. I wake up, pick up my phone on my bedside, and I open that damn app up. And I'm like, how do I bet against my emotions today because that's what the Cubs make me do. <sighs> I also love it because it's the best way to support CHGO. If you use code CHGO, when you sign up, if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker, similar to the one that Kevin's wearing down there. That's the Bulls one. It's a great shirt. Has all kinds of uh, swag, sick drip in the CHGO locker. You should all go check it out. There's a new Cub shirt, by the way. It says, hey, Chicago, what do you say? If you want to take some masking tape, put it on the back. We stinks. Fine. A lot of people have asked if we could do that. It looks good paired with a paper bag over <laughs> yes, the head. Yes, looks great. It's beautiful. It looks <laughs> great with a paper bag over your head. Yes. <laughs> If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we'll help you. Remember that PointsBet is your home for live in-game betting. Even having new... Oh, I just totally am not reading the right PointsBet ad, guys. That's weird. Um, Joey, <laughs> hold on. Anyone got the... You're point? reading which part? They, they have the new exclusive feature. Let me uh, let me bring up the one from pregame. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you. Okay, guys here one. we go. I got you. Got it. All right. You're home for live in-play betting. Just got even better. <laughs> Sorry, Jake. Um, see an edge in the game you're watching is your favorite team prime for a comeback. Don't just watch the game. Bet along with it live. More live betting, more live markets, and faster live cashouts. Follow along with your bets the moment they hit, and stay in the live action all game long. Download the PointsBet app right now and use promo code CHGO. So what are you waiting for? It's time to elevate your live betting game. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. If you or someone you know has a gambler problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. And if you live bet the Cubs tonight, then you might need to do that. So, (laughs) sorry again that I don't know how to read ads. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know if you guys know this. Um, I'm 25 now. I'm a little bit older. You're the baby in the room. Uh, you're Joey, the baby Joey's, on camera Joey's right still now. There. Yeah. But I'm a little bit older, and I've been looking for a supplement to kind of help me wake up and get going out my day. I'm not 50. I don't need a colonoscopy yet. <laughs> but this next product that I use, I use it, and I've been starting to use it ever since I've gotten behind the camera, AG1. I didn't have time. I wanted better gut health, more energy, and an optimized immune system. Now, I've been on it for about a week. doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It kind of has this mild tropical taste that I look forward to each morning. It seriously helped me wake up quite a bit. So what is this stuff? In just one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help 
Start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Something I'm doing right now. All of the things. I get a noticeable boost of energy, so I take it first thing in the morning on an empty stomach. Giddy up. It's a lifestyle. Friendly, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, gluten-free, or dairy-free, you're all good with AG1. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance for three less than 3 bucks a day. It's recommended by professional athletes and has more than 7,000 five-star reviews. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's literally it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash chgocubs. Again, athleticgreens.com slash chgocubs to take ownership over your health. Pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I can't stop laughing at the chat when everyone refers Luke to, as Steve. <laughs> it, it's, it's honestly my favorite thing about, about the chat. Unfortunately, all stars get colonoscopies. <laughs> Amen. Think, <laughs> Amen, Isaac. Hey, that's the third one. We're getting, hey, we, Ryan Herrera set the line at six and a half tonight that we were going to mention. We've hit it three times. We'll oh, see how many. Oh, three. Okay. We're right, at three. Right. I'm keeping it. We're trying. We're not even, we're not forcing it. It's, it's happening organically. Luke was know? in our chat tonight, though. For those asking, he is doing well. He's having do right donuts. I hope he's watching the show. He honestly might be asleep. Uh, he had he, a good, he had a good time not watching the game tonight. The Stuckies said, were so. very concerned, though, you know? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Luke has been, uh, you know, hanging out with the little guy tonight. Because the Cubs game was so boring. So, you know. Uh, it sounds yeah, better true. than watching. I would rather watch my newborn yeah. or eight-month-old. I think it's eight months. Uh, than watch this game tonight. Yeah. So. What's his, do you know his, his newborn's name? I do not. I, oh, I, I think he's told me and I have forgot. I'm a bad friend. See, son? You'll become a Cub fan, too, even though they suck. And you can, <laughs> and you can Cub however you want you can when you are. You can Cub however you, <laughs> you want. Cub however you want, brother. Go to the uh, game, yell about the rickets. Yeah. Do both at the same time. Dance I in do. the bleachers. Like, yeah. it's, it's Cheer fun. on Daniel Norris. Why not? Justin says, I'll donate my kidney if it means Wilson stays a Cub. Man, that's big well, of you. Very big of you. Old, not going to happen. Yeah, I think you can keep your kidney. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. So uh, we're about a couple days off now from the All-Star break. Can't come soon enough for this Cubs team right now. I mean, good God. Uh, All-Star break, home run derby. The home run derby field has been set. No Patrick Wisdom. No Patrick Wisdom. We talked about him maybe getting a shot, how he had nothing to lose. He could use a little bit of the publicity if he wants to get another contract from some team. You know, it's not going to be for a couple years yet because he's still under club control. But this is a bummer. But also, looking at the lineup, you kind of get the feeling why. Yeah. They went for the lights out. I'm going to tune in. All the superstars. Let's, go, let's do this thing. Patrick I, Wisdom isn't one of those guys. No, I, I think he, he would have been kind of the... Okay, so he's the odd man out of the actual contestants in the Derby. The real odd man out is the geriatric old man that they're rolling out there with five home runs because the rest of the league needs to be subject to this St. Louis Cardinals 
whatever capitulating I that like we're to doing. I like to call it the right? AARP He's got five retirement home tour. runs. Give yeah. me a break, right? You're the Cardinal yeah. rant guy. I won't steal your thunder, but like, give me a break. It would be one thing if he was like bombing home runs, right? Five home runs you get in the Derby. The thing about wisdom, though, like I would have liked to see it because it is a good story, right? For Major League Baseball, it's a guy who was a career minor leaguer gets a shot at. 29 years old and is, you know, sticking around with a big league club and has, I think at, at one point earlier this year, like dating back to when he had gotten called up, only Bryce Harper and somebody else had more homers than Patrick Wisdom. So like he is sort of deserving of it in a way. I'm more disappointed because I think he would be fun to watch in the home run derby. He hits long, you know, towering home runs. I think he's the type of guy you kind of want to see in a home run derby. Corey Seager's a great player. Right, but Corey Seager hits a lot of like line drive, get over the fence type home runs. Not always the type that you know I think are a little more entertaining, like Patrick Wisdom. The showmanship. Right? Yeah, I think I think Patrick would put on a good show. You know. Well, looking at Wisdom right now, I mean, look at his splits and every 88th percentile for max exit velocity. His hard hit percentage, 94th percentile. Average exit velocity, 92nd percentile. Barrel percentage, 93rd percentile. When the guy makes contact, it goes a long way. It would be yeah. fun to watch in the Derby. But, you know, I get why he wasn't in there. I would have liked to see the, you know, the collar pull that he does with the All-Star jersey, you know, in Los Angeles. But we get Albert Pujols instead. So, Yeah. I'm... Spin zone, though. Albert Pujols is the eight seed. Guess who the one seed is in the Derby? Kyle Schwarber. Heck, yeah. Guess who's going to knock Albert Pujols out in the first round of that derby? Kyle Schwarber. Yep. But that also, I mean, it makes me happy and also angry at the same time. So, Well, yeah. <laughs> spin zone to the spin zone. It's like that Alonzo <laughs> morning meme where he's like, eh, it's, okay. just yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just very, like, annoying that Pujols is even going to be. Like, I get it, him being invited to the All-Star game, as dumb as that is, too. Like, the thing about it that honestly annoys me, and this is full-on bias, and this is full-on just me because I'm a Cubs fan, but, like, Albert Pujols has been washed for, like, a while. It's not even like he's having a David Ortiz-type right. ending to his career. Like, he has sucked for a while. I mean, the Angels DFA'd him, like, a, a year ago, and then the Dodgers picked him up, and he had no, like, he was not really a part of that team doing, like, the Cardinals picked him up simply for for people to buy tickets. That, that says straight up what it is. And now he's going, him and Yachty Molina on this, been on this fraudulent retirement tour. It's like the most annoying. And just honestly, it, 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 it's, it's, my, it's, it's dumb. My it, thing is like, does anybody outside, like Pools is a very well-respected guy in the league. I'm aware of that. Mm-hmm. But like, do Fans outside of St. Louis, because I'm asking because I'm obviously biased. I hate them. I hate him. I could I could give a shit that he's well-respected throughout <laughs> his career, right? I don't care. I hate him. Like, As you should. Do people outside of St. Louis want to see a 42-year-old Albert Pujols with his 210 batting average and five homers compete in the Derby? Do you think no. the answer is yes to that? Like, I don't does think everybody so. care about that? I have a handful I, of friends who are baseball fans from around the country, Nationals fans, Tigers fans, Twins fans. They're all excited for it. There really? you go. So I, right. I, he, there you go. He, I don't know if that stands for everybody. I'm a, see. I'm. I might be in the minority here. I'm okay with Albert Pujols being in the Derby. 
he's one of the best power hitters of all time. I think he he's is, earned. I yeah. think he's earned a send off here. I'll give it to him. I'll play. I'll play devil's advocate. Was, Cody, you know, Cody, we got to get rid of I'm, this, Kevin. Yeah, I'm just, I just think that you give know, him the send off. The fact that he got put in the All Star game should have been enough. That's that's my thing. Like, sure. you know, let him come out, get in a bat, get a, have his stupid standing ovation that everyone's gonna give him. Like, that's fine. It's all right. He's gonna lose to Kyle Schwarber in the first round. But Kyle Schwarber's gonna whoop him. No question. I think our guy uh, Ryan Herrera is here, so gonna get a couple things from him ryan what's up man hello guys um damn kevin i um didn't expect to hear you uh back albert pujols like what's that cody cody and Corey. i didn't i didn't, I didn't expect you to back albert pujols Corey and cody are gonna throw you off the balcony but. i'm not i don't like albert pujols either for the record not at all I'm, not even in the slightest but yes, as I'm saying, I was surprised to hear you just back him and say, "I, he, I, would I say think he, gonna... I think he's earned this. I think he's earned this spot in All Star Weekend." I think he. I, mean, I, I agree I'm with just... the the commissioner, the commissioner's pick to put put him in the All Star game. Sure, have him get that send off. The home run derby is dumb. He has what like three home runs this year. Like he's gonna get tired after a few. It's a time derby now. It is a time derby, so he's gonna get tired pretty quickly, and then he's gonna. He won't even make it through that first round. It's still that's that's that spot could have gone elsewhere, but I, I digress. What's up, guys? Hi, Ryan. Uh, well, I uh, I I said it earlier, Ryan, uh, and here I go. We are once again asking you what a Bach is. <laughs> <laughs> the laugh. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, you know, we Ross was asked about it after uh, at post game. Um, he just said he had this. Uh, he didn't get yeah. I didn't get into too much detail about it. Um, just said that he and the third base umpire disagreed on what a what like a pitcher coming set was. He thought he felt that it was kind of random. Um, you know, I, I again, I didn't like I, I didn't see the whole. I didn't see what kind of went what happened prior to you know Ross coming out of the dugout, um, and then the ejection obviously happened. You guys saw it on TV. Um, probably had a little more insight into or could, had a better view of exactly what maybe he was talking about. But, um, yeah, Ross just said he disagreed with um, what the third base umpire considered a, a coming set, really, uh, as far as uh, Carrasco, I think, was still in at that point. Um, yeah. And, uh, maybe I'll go. Maybe it's fire time to go look the team. at the rule book. <laughs> could it have been maybe to fire up the team? Because, I mean, maybe if he was shooting for that, it, I mean, it really didn't work. But maybe because, I mean – I mean, the team can't hit right now, so maybe he was just, "Hey, let's let let me try this old school manager tactic. Let's go." I don't know, and it, it, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it, it didn't fire anyone up clearly, so it's an eight eight to nothing loss. Um, was um, you, you kind of get the feeling? Uh, Core, I think we talked about it. Core, me and Core, we definitely said it on one of your, you know, yours and Brennan shows a few weeks back. Uh, actually, it might have been that Padre series when you kind of get the point where it's like as soon as the Cubs go down a couple of runs, that it feels like it's over. It feels like they're not coming back, regardless of if it's if it's you know because I, I felt like the first run that scored in the first inning, I'm like you know Key can definitely bounce back, but it kind of feels like one run feels like ten runs to make up at this point right now the way things are going. So um, no, that maybe maybe Ross had the old school manager pump up the guys by getting pissed. Uh, maybe could have done a, a better Lou Pinella impression. Um, obviously didn't, but you know it's 
another another tough loss uh, over here from the confines. Ryan, I'm curious uh, with Keegan, anything from him or Ross on you know we we talked before you got on just about how hard he was getting hit tonight. Felt kind of uncharacteristic for what we've seen, even when he struggled for you know pretty much like every batted ball to be in the red if you're looking on like the baseball savant exit velocities just a ton of hard contact any kind of rhyme or reason for them on on what kind of the struggles were tonight yeah they both kind of you know attributed just the struggles in general to command and not being able to hit the spots hit the you know edges corners what have you um and when you're either missing too far off the plate and you're you know getting into bad counts or you're leaving the ball too far over the middle which Keegan did a, a few times today. Obviously, that's been the hard contact, the the easy just throw the bat out there and let let the ball do the, the do the work, right? It, it kind of it just command issues were were the main culprit for why Keegan struggled today. Um, it, we, we've talked all these last few weeks about how good he's been in the rotation. Um, he had those two the one the one in Baltimore and the one in New York where he got hit really hard as well. Um, that had a bunch of really good ones in a row. So. Um, it, it feels like one of those times where everyone could use the all-star break. Um, and, you know, Keegan even said himself, like, it's obviously not the way he wanted to end his first half. Um, but, you know, you go back to the drawing board, you flush it, you figure out what's going wrong um, and try to try to work back in the second half. I think, yeah, it was just, com- it was command issues. I think you can chalk it up to, he's not going to be on point every game. You know, Ke- Corey, I don't know if this affects his mayoral candidacy. I don't know if that's the right way to put it for you. Um, but, it, yeah, it just was, you know, Keegan was just off his game tonight, and that's going to happen, especially for a guy still kind of find his footing in, in the rotation. You know, it's only been a couple months now that he since he got there, maybe not even that long. So still kind of finding his footing in there. So I, I think you chalk it up to just you let, you let Keegan try to figure things out in the second half after that. Yeah, Corey, are you yeah. Pu- are you pulling your uh, donation, or Cody, are you pulling your donation from uh, his campaign fund for no. mayor? No, 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 no. Campaigns Good. in full steam. Good. No. Keep that in Co- there. Cody, Cody did not hear me say that at all. Like he had no reaction when I said that. I don't think he was listening. Chat, to be honest with you, uh, yeah. so I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I do that a lot. It's not that I yeah, don't want to listen to you. I, I'm just like reading the chat, and then I'm also like trying to listen to Ryan at the same time, and. It's the good. chat's been entertaining it's me. Good, he's he's keeping the chat involved. Yeah, yeah. chat appreciates it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, Keegan for mayor. We'll, like I said, stays in there. All right. <laughs> so Ryan, I don't know if you've had a chance to talk to Nico in the last you know week or so, but the guy is just hitting the cover off the baseball. He's putting it to all fields. He's locked in. I mean, we, we talked, we gave a Cole like five, 10 minutes to him earlier on the show about just what a revelation he's been uh, and how he just continues to get better. And on nights like tonight, when there is nothing to cheer for, there is nothing happening. Nico Horner gets two hits. You know, they may not have been the best pitches to swing at, but he finds places and he puts them and he puts them in right field. He puts them in left center, puts them down the line. What has him so locked in right now, if you've been able to talk to him or anybody who's kind of been around him? Um, I, I think it's just, you know, he's obviously coming into his own. We've kind of, a couple weeks back, or not even that, but you, you realize that a lot of his development 
has come at the major league level because he came up so quickly um, after being drafted in 18. And, and I think next year was already up playing uh, when Javi got hurt. But uh, I, th- I think you, you're just seeing the effects of you know him developing, him um, coming into his own, him knowing who he is as a hitter, him, you know, the, the contact-oriented approach, but also taking into taking the different things that he's learned, especially with Greg Brown um, now as a hitting coach and, and, adjust, and adjusting his game. You're seeing more, you know, more line drives, more hard contact, like you mentioned, kind of putting the ball to all fields. It's a, a, a long, a long list of things that have gone into this and, and him just kind of figuring things out really well. Um, and it's been an extended stretch. It's not like it's just kind of a, a, a two, three week hot streak. It's hot streak. It feels like it's been all year really. Um, and that, yeah, I mean, it, it really is. And Nico's talked about um, just it, just you know fo- focusing on the things that makes him good, focusing on, on his game, putting together good at bats. A lot, of, you know, a lot of the cliche kind of things. But um, really, when it when it sounds that simple, it kind of is that simple for for a guy like Nico. Um, yeah, you're just seeing him 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 kind of starting to figure things out all at once, and it's turned into a really good stretch for him. Yeah, I mean, he's just straight up locked in right now. I mean, it's yeah. the lone bright spot again tonight. You For know. sure. Yeah. Uh, did you think Pat- Patrick Wisdom should be in the Derby? I thought he had a, a case for it. Like, I thought he he's the t- – was it like a top – or at least last time I checked was in the top ten of the players, that, like the home run home runs since he debuted at the Cubs last year. I think he'd had like top ten, like uh, – like least number of at bats per home run. Like he thought he had a shot, um, especially considering some of the guys on those lists that were ahead of him. Um, you know, guys kind of a lot of guys do the derby once and then take some like don't do it right away or don't do it ever again. Um, there was a lot of I looked at the list and a lot of those guys had already done it in the last couple of years. Um, I yeah, I thought he had a chance. I'm not surprised that he didn't get it. I thought it was an outside shot, but. Yeah, it would have it would have been cool, but at the same time, um, you know, it was kind of one of those things that I feel like <laughs> the people that are like Cubs fans were starting to speak into existence versus it really being like a, a likely scenario. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So, want to take a, our second break here for our sponsor at PointsBet. If you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow is to download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. You know that code. We start every show with it CHGO. Not only are you going to get two risk free bets up to $2,000, but if you make a $50 or more first time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our premium web content written by our guy, Ryan Herrera, who we are talking to now. And you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we'll help you out. And in case you missed it, online signup is available in Illinois. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. As Cody always likes to say, if Luke can do it, you can do it too. You'll be signing up with the fastest sports book easier than ever so you can start living your bet life in seconds. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Now before we get to who you got, got some news down on the farm. Miguel Amaya 
to double A potentially soon. Mm. And uh, we shared Richard Gallardo, 13 batters, struck out today over six innings. Looking towards the future a little bit here. Spin zone for the fourth time tonight. <laughs> Spin zone. So speaking of the future, I did want to ask, um, and also because who you got definitely kind of sucked tonight in a 9-0 game. Hey, come on. I, won. Ke- I mean, Kevin's, Kevin wins. Yeah. <laughs> but I do want to ask because yeah. we've got, we've got go. a lot of uh, comments in the chat. I know that we are... Obviously, we're focused mostly on the major leagues because we have to watch every game. But the draft is coming up. The Cubs sit in a good spot at number seven in a draft where I don't really think there's a clear top top four or five. Like, there's this guy, TMR Johnson, who people think if he doesn't go number one could fall past seven. So I think it's actually a good place for the Cubs. And I'm wondering for you three, uh, are there any prospects you like? Uh, Ryan, I'm wondering if... You've heard any buzz in the press box about uh, some guys that you think the Cubs might be linked to. And, you know, I, I know that that's not necessarily our area of expertise, but is there anyone that jumps out to you guys? I'm going to be uh, real with you real quick. I'll be <laughs> as real as possible. I, I know nothing really about the draft. All I know is that Ben Joyce one th- once threw a pitch 105 miles per hour, and I wouldn't be, my, be mad if he was a Chicago Cub. I don't know if he's like in the realm of where the Cubs are picking or if no. he's if he's going to be way after the, where the he'll Cubs probably, are picking. He'll probably be after, I think, maybe a second or third rounder. But, yeah. Okay. He yeah, is yeah, an yeah. absolute I'm way off. <laughs> Hey, at least I'm uh, honest. I'm being honest with you. I, I know nothing about the prospects coming up in the draft. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, like, you, you see the mock drafts coming out, and like Joey, you mentioned, it's a lot of – there's not a clear, like, order. They kind of just fly around, got, you know, especially these high school prospects are in their fall down draft boards, rise, whatever it is. Um, I know there's – yeah, like you, you mentioned Johnson. Uh, I've seen, like, Brooks Lee, if he happens to fall that far, I think he's starting to – go higher on mock drafts um, versus where he'd been the last couple of weeks. Cam Collier, uh, Juco product was like 17 years old. Like he's his name a lot heard in connection name. with the Cubs. Yeah. yeah. Cam Collier, Kevin Parada, the catcher out of Georgia J- Tech. Jack says um, I might die if we get NATO. I don't know if I want, I guess that he thinks NATO is really good, but I don't know if I want us to get NATO if Jack's going to die. <laughs> we don't want anybody dying. Be careful. Yeah. Jack's one of the friends of the program. We don't need that. He might be our number one fan with how much he's in the comments. I'm not When's sure. the first round? Is it Sunday? Sunday. 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 I think Sunday. It's yeah. And so, if you look back at, at the, you know, this the player the Cubs take is a, a should be a guy that is going to be, you don't like to throw around the word cornerstone, but this should be a big piece for the Cubs. You don't, you don't. This is what I say. When you're drafting seven, and I don't think this is necessarily the case for the Cubs, but you don't want to be drafting seven every year. Like, hopefully you get a guy no. that's really good so we no. can get out of the top ten, you know, yeah. and I, I, I hope that they nail this pick. Here, well, and- here's a question that I guess we could discuss briefly. Would you rather them take, like, a high school prospect that will take longer, or would you rather them take a college player who, you know, could we could see in, in a year, like a year or two, kind of like Jordan Wicks last year? Right. Yeah, I was thinking that because like I, I liked, you know, I, I, I liked the pick last year with Wicks because the idea, and you, you know, you are sort of starting to see it. Like the idea was he might be a quick mover. Yeah. You know, the the stuff plays. It's just about kind of putting it all together. He's made some adjustments this year to get more whiffs, and you're starting to see that coming along. And you kind of expect that that's not going to be a super long trajectory. 
uh, for me, I'm kind of with you, Cody. I defer to, uh, there's some wonderful prospect folks out there. Brian Smith, Bleacher Nation, the guys over at Northside Bound, Greg Huss, um, and, and those guys. So I defer to them because yeah. they're actually watching all this tape. And um, But I, I'm good if they just take the best player available. I think in some of the, the drafts in the 2010s, we saw them take guys. My thing when I watch any draft, whether it's the Cubs, the Bears, anything, I just don't want to be the team where they make a pick that the guy's like around later on every mock draft and everybody's going, what? Like they, they, did, they did what? Mm-hmm. Maybe they know something, but I feel like those – those rarely work out. You know the, what I mean? The it head kind of like never turn I, out. I'm thinking of to. like Hayden Simpson, right? Like when that happened, everybody yeah. was like, "What? The Cubs did what?" Brent Jackson. Or you're you're uh, you're describing Bowles drafts for like a full decade before Garpacks finally got canned. Okay, that's exactly what the Bulls, what Denzel yeah. Valentine <laughs> at like number sixteen. Yeah, come on. Like, are they really Sorry. smarter than everybody else? Probably not, right? <laughs> Probably like, not, just take no. the guy that's highest on the board. But, yeah. I, you know, at this point, they just last year they went with Wicks, the kind of per- perceived quick mover. So if they wanted to go, you know, younger this time, I think that's fine. But you know, kind of to uh, I think it was Ryan's point, like, or it might have been Joey's point. Uh, you know, this is a big pick. The Cubs in in the recent past, Theo and moving to Jed. Jed, we don't have too much of a uh, sample of, but we're getting it. They hit in the first round a lot, a lot. They really only hit in the first round. That's kind of the thing when you look back at Theo is that those later rounds in the draft were not successful, but those guys they took in the top 10, those early picks, they were very productive for them and contributors yeah, they were to up big in teams. just a couple of years. Right. Yeah. So hope that that's what I'm hoping for. I I would prefer them to take a college player because then, especially, I mean, again, this is someone who doesn't really have an eye on any particular player, but to me, if you get a college player, perhaps they could, could help the Cubs when they really will be ready to win the World Series here in two or three years, yeah. theoretically. Um, but again, I would rather them just take the best player available High school players, you just never know. Sometimes you take them, and then they they don't sign with you. Yeah, I think so. I think mine and Cody's attitude is similar to, I always say, a uh, friend of the podcast, Jeff Everson, is in our YouTube chat here. Uh, they should draft a good player. Yeah, there Let's you go. do that. That's what that's he just said. That's the best yeah, strategy. They should draft a Somebody good Somebody that's good. For all you Sources draft nuts say. out there, I think it will be interesting to see uh, – like Cody mentioned, Ben Joyce. This guy literally came out of nowhere for Tennessee, and they had one of the best seasons, one of the best regular seasons in college baseball in recent memory. Uh, he's literally throwing harder than almost anybody we've ever seen, like consistently. So it's going to be super interesting to see that. And then Kumar Rocker oh, was yeah. uh, right. one of the aces from Vanderbilt last yeah. year who got drafted by the Mets. Uh, the draft uh, contract fell through because of some injury concerns, so it'll be interesting to see... He's been pitching, I think, in some independent leagues for the last year. It'll be interesting to see what team's going to take a flyer on him because there's obviously injury concerns, but he's a, a was at least a blue chip well, talent. And, so. and you dropped it in the chat, but when is you know where where is the Hispanic Titanic going? When are, when are we getting to that? The Yvonne Melinda. Oh man, don't even get the, me the started Cubs, on the this. Cubs could use a <laughs> corner Hispanic infielder. Titanic. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's a, he's good. I I I I can see him coming up and being like. You know, it, the MLB, just the way the game is played now, if you, you don't have to do a ton of things well if you can come up and 
hit the ball at a good launch angle with a high exit velocity and hit some homers, like you'll find your place on in a in a dugout somewhere, and that guy can do that. So, I think that. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if he's on a major league roster for a couple of years. I think I'm okay with whoever they're going to take as long as since it's a, you know, top 10 pick, we see him in the next, you know, three to four seasons. I think yeah. a great example of a guy we just saw, a former number one overall pick, Adley Rushman, made his major league debut. He was number one pick in 2019 by the Orioles, who right. are picking number one again this year. <laughs> um he was up there and made his major league debut in about three years. I think if we see that quick turnaround, I'll be happy with the pick. I'm with you, Cody. I really don't follow too much about these high school prospects. I know a handful of names. I think the Cubs will go a bat. I think they have a ton of pitching in their system, and I feel like they got to develop some power. I just feel like that's where they are at this moment in time. This regime yeah, in the player. past, this regime in the past has usually gone position player in the first round as well. That's, they have been a lot. I, I, could just, see, I just have the, a feeling uh, about yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. You know. I think they'll go bad as well. Well, uh, we'll see. Sorry to hijack the conversation no, there, but fine. I know the chat. I, I was it. actually going to bring it up because someone asked. Hijack my microphone. It, and the then, conversation. And then you did it for me. Who do you Talk, think you are? Joey. You missed Joe it, Ryan. You missed it. We saw Joey. You want more Joey? Oh, let me work on it. Hold on. Well, let's talk about who you got tonight first. How about that? Boo. Are we sure we don't want to just give it to Luke? Well, Luke can have no, my point. No, don't want to give it to Luke. Luke, Luke can, I, ha- Luke I can have my given point. It. Luke, I want you to know if I had won, I would have given it to you. Stucky for life. <laughs> Stucky But uh, my second crack at it, I'm the big winner. Say a Suzuki. Two infield hits tonight. I'm going to take it. Let's go. Way to go, Kevin. Let's Go. This is two hits, so sad. two singles. This is so sad. Willie I will never up. win. I I really think I'm never gonna win. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe I had a walk. My guy gave Morel did get on base. Innings. So, <laughs> yeah. How many uh, shots yeah, have you had at this? A lot. Probably close to ten. Yeah, I we'll would guess. It. Yeah. No, I'm never gonna win, and I I, I apologize to any player that I ever pick. Kevin if, yeah, now has one. Give Joey the point. Give Joey the point. Joey deserves it. Ryan, I vouched for you yesterday, man. I vouched for you yesterday. And you're going to give away my point like that? Only I can give away my point. Dude, say that first base hit, honestly, say I got... um, All right, I'm here. I'm here, Cubs Nation. What's up? I don't get the point tonight. I'm actually ineligible. I'm ineligible to win any who you got points until Hayward returns from injury. So I feel like Joey automatically takes Hayward. I should get to take Hayward. No, 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 no. I have a. I don't know what you call it, but I, I have him like reserved. I have all of them bought up. But the players I pick always do bad, and I don't want anybody else to do bad. Well, then why would you take Hayward? Well, I guess that actually gonna makes sense. He's going to do bad whether do I bad pick anyways. him or not. I got no control over that. <laughs> That's true. That's I'm trying true. to leave people like Christopher Morell alone, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, Cubs you know, lose. I appreciate you guys. Tonight. <laughs> Seventh loss in a row. You got a mini it, rant out of me. It's not going to get any better. Get your ice cream ready for the I weekend, promise folks. You Monday, Might be a long if, one. If we, if we come back on my... Okay, so Corey and Brennan, they'll have a show on Sunday. To recap the series, but I'll be back Monday with Luke. And if the Cubs have lost ten straight going into that off day, I will give you all what you want and just an absolute <laughs> rant. Uh, if some of you don't want it, well, 
I'm sorry, because I'll probably be pretty, pretty pissed off that the Cubs have lost 10 straight games twice in one season. Um, I hope the one I gave you tonight was good enough. Ryan, you'll be back at the ballpark tomorrow. I will indeed. I will indeed. All righty. Uh, we appreciate your coverage as always. Marcus Stroman gets the ball for the Cubs tomorrow. The Revenge game. Yeah, there you go. Right, Marcus Stroman revenge zone. game. Maybe we snapped a streak tomorrow because of that. <laughs> I was on the record saying the streak would be snapped tonight. I was big wrong. We'll try again tomorrow. Big it's wrong. Tomorrow. We're just waking up and doing our best, folks. The team's doing trying. the same. You know, Seven games in a row losing. We'll see if Marcus Stroman can get the Cubs back on track tomorrow. Thanks for stopping by to the CHGO Cubs post-game show. We appreciate all you guys tuning in. Seriously, tonight was a blast. I don't know the next time I'll be behind the mic. Hopefully it is soon, but did want to thank Luke Stuckmeyer for letting me hop in his seat tonight, as well as uh, Jake Flanagan and Kevin Kadek for the opportunity. And you guys as well. And all of the comments, you guys were great. Um, let's try and get this thing back on track. Huh? I know the All-Star break's coming up, but let's get this thing back on track. Nobody likes losing. 21 games under 500. Not fun. Not fun at all. On pace, I think, for 100 losses now. Uh, something like that. Yeah. Not good. I'm great go great job, Kevin. Tomorrow. If you're going to be at the oh, ballpark well. tomorrow, DM me. Kevin, I, might, I might go tomorrow. Kevin, it has to be said on the airwaves, you did a, a phenomenal job, and I think I speak for the whole CHGO crew, and we are excited to have you back whenever that may be. Just don't ask me to talk about the MLB draft again. And hopefully yeah. the Cubs will <laughs> score more than one run in two combined games when you're here next. Yeah, no kidding. All right, guys, thanks for stopping by to the CHGO Cubs postgame show. We will talk to you guys next week. Until then, let's get some wins, huh?